Welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. All the information you need to make the most of your fantasy football league with just a touch of sarcasm to keep you from taking yourself too seriously. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this latest episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Third time to try. So you got this thing figured out yet? <laughs> As always, I'm Dave. Dan's here. He's all excited. He's he's working up a lather because we're up here in the man oh, room. God, it's hotter now. And I tried calling my wife to have her turn on the air conditioning. And of course, she didn't answer the phone. Of course, she said she was up here working out, just like a woman. She was doing her. Um, who, who's my favorite workout girl? She's a lesbian. Oh, uh, Jillian. Jillian Michaels. Oh, oh dude. One of these. You know what? She'll have to be our fantasy girl someday. <laughs> Can we have lesbians as a fantasy girl? Why not? Okay. All we're, right. We're equal. Well, actually, actually, we can because this week our fantasy girl is bisexual. So that's always good. And a, and a model. Not a model. Really? No model. Wow, cool. She's like- in the music industry. See, now I got you thinking. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of music industry. <laughs> thinking, all right. Did you hear? This has nothing to do with football. Nothing to do with fantasy girl. We're best at that. Did you hear Demi Lovato's in the hospital? Yeah, I heard a little heroin overdose. A little heroin overdose. Shortly after she went on some talk show and was saying, How you know, don't do drugs because it makes you not want to eat and it's not good for you. She didn't practice what she preaches. Is she still on that one show? Or is that one show? Some Disney thing, isn't she, or something? No. Maybe not anymore. No, wasn't she doing that X? Oh, it, X Factor. X Factor, or um, that... she was, yeah, when that was on. I oh. think she was on there, yes. Okay. But, you know, typical, I mean, Brad, I'm sorry, typical left wing. Oh, God. <laughs> do what I say, not as I do. But I digress. I digress. It's Tuesday. It is July 24th. 24th. We're coming to you on Tuesday because we were going to do this Saturday. But somebody forgot something. I, I left all my news and notes at work on the computer. And I was ready to do my best work everybody out there. <laughs> well, now you've had a couple more days of practice. <laughs> there we go. Very busy podcast for you this week. As always, you got questions, comments, concerns, email us, cffpodcast at hotmail.com or dan at strap1971 at yahoo.com. On the podcast this week, we have a couple apologies to make. From us? Well, or you? Yeah, from, yeah. Uh, from us. One from well, me. More for you. One from me, the other one from us. You don't even know about the second one. You're going to actually <laughs> giggle a little I bit. I can't wait. And got a little extra. We had, we had a person write us and say, um, hey, you should do a little thing about tools of the trade, you know, type thing, you know, where you can. This is Wayne again. All right. Our, no. our, 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 um, we should, make him, our right pro- hand. He we should be, make him a producer. He should be executive producer, <laughs> I think. Executive producer Wayne Beckus, <laughs> show peer snappers. <laughs> said you should do a tools of the trade every every episode, you know, where you go through some of your favorite apps, some of your favorite websites, some of your favorite TV shows that you that have to do with fantasy football. So I put together a few of those things. Oh, good. We got news and notes. A lot of stuff in the news and notes. And like we mentioned last week, we're gonna do our top ten fantasy quarterbacks ranked from ten to one. Right. And our top ten fantasy running backs. From 10 to 1. And I know everybody's dying to know where I have Aaron Rodgers, right? You probably have him at number 1. Oh, no. And then we have, what do we have? We have a um, fantasy girl. You're going to love her. Love, yeah. I'm looking forward to the bisexuals. Now, this is our third time through this. Did I mention that she, oh, yes, because we did. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, did I mention to you, (laughs) well, this is going to be the second time I'm mentioning it, but first time on the show, that you had a neighbor walking down the street with 
No arm. Missing an arm? Missing an arm. Okay. And Smoking a cigar? Smoking a cigar. Well, I know it wasn't me. I had my cigar on the way home from work. But the one-arm guy, I don't think we have a neighbor with one arm. He might just be from the hospital across the street. Okay. Apparently, they like to escape once in a while. I don't know how a one-arm guy escapes. (laughs) Or maybe he just went for a walk. They let him. Like, maybe he's free. Because I know at night on the weekends... The cops like to bring the perps in here. Right. And if perps, they're, if they're perps are the bad guys, right? The ba- perp is a bad guy, yes. Okay. Right. A perpetrator, I think it's short for. <laughs> Thank <So> you. <laughs> they bring them in there, and while they're being worked on, somehow, once in a while, they tend to escape. And apparently, as I found out from one of the neighbors, that they like to run up and down the block, you know, sneaking into yards, and if your door's open, they sneak into the house and try and hide. So that's why I'm packing all, at all times. Yeah. Because I am a concealed carry permit holder. That's right. You should put that on your door somewhere. <laughs> Protected by Smith & Wesson. I, with all my driving around, I see a lot of signs on doors. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you want to enter. Or, you enter at your own risk yeah, type. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then you go to the other extreme. You go to BW3s and it says, don't bring a gun in here. If that's not a target for a, <laughs> a perp, I don't know what is. That's why schools get shot up. But you digress. I right? digress again. Okay. <laughs> let's let's get to our actually questions, comments, concerns. Did I do this already? Too. I think I, we did. Uh, okay. See, we've done this too yeah. many times. But I think. All we're right. Good. All right. You know the thing. We're still looking for some people to line up. We got two people lined up already for beat the hosts coming up when the first week of the fantasy or NFL season. Right. Beat us at fantasy football if you can. Great prizes. We have to talk about prizes for that. But they're they're going to be great. Oh, I, I'm. I'm loving them. <laughs> and then, you know, comments, questions, same thing, cffpodcasthotmail.com or dan at strap1971 at yahoo.com. If that's the second time you're hearing this in 10 minutes, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, check out the website. Everything we talk about is up there. All the links to the um, stories from the news and notes yep. are there. Mycffl.com. The news and notes links, all our bed updates, um, Fantasy Girl this week, everything you could want, and more. You can even see some of our uh, fantasy football, Cheddarhead Fantasy Football League things, because it's kind of like a dual thing. Right. Because I don't have the time nor the desire to make two separate websites. And speaking of updating the website, the 29th is coming up, people. If you're in the CFFL or if you are in the Fantasy Podcast Dynasty League, you need to get your keepers in. Some people have them in. Yours are in. Mine are in. Um, I think uh, the Dart Frogs have theirs in. Waiting on a few more teams so that when the first rolls around, we can do our annual first-round Keeper League mock draft. Well, And I'm going to help one of my, my dear friends yes. in the league. Don't uh, keep Jamal or no. don't keep LaShawn McCoy. No, no. <laughs> no, Brian, Brian has Russell Wilson out there for anybody yeah, he keeps. He asked me today about uh, if Matt like, Ryan's still uh, available. Oh, and he is for a very nice price. Maybe a Russell Wilson for a Matt Ryan. No, I, w- I will not take Russell Wilson. Why not? Because he's like three foot four. No, he's six. Foot. He can't run anymore. He's not six foot. If he's six foot, I'm eight three. He is not six foot. Okay. Oh my <laughs> lord. <laughs> Anyways, what if he threw? What if he threw a? A I draft to, pick? I'm, I'm helping Brian right. right now. I don't want Russell Wilson. Matt Ryan for Russell Wilson and uh fourth. No. Third. No. 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 Don't even finish the rest of the countdown. So who are you going to keep? 
Well, I have right now. I have Matt Ryan. Right. I have um, Dalvin Cook. Right. And, and I have Brandon Cooks. Cooks. Okay, so you have Ryan. Three studs. Ryan with a bunch of cooks. Yes. Okay. Two cooks in the kitchen. Two cooks in the kitchen. There you go. <laughs> so anyways, we need to get to some, pol- uh, some apologies or some corrections. Oh, I don't like to apologize. Uh, last week on uh, Say What, Oh, I made a, uh assumption that I need to correct. Is this- and again, thanks to our executive producer, Wayne Beckus. Oh, so um, this is like law- lawyer type stuff? Or- yes. Well, this isn't lawyer type stuff. This is, hey, douchebag. Why don't oh, you do a little research? I know. Yeah, you know what I know this what, is? Yeah, this is the Tyrod Taylor thing. Um, yeah, I had a segment stating that Tyrod Taylor hasn't even been to a playoff or Super Bowl. Right. Unfortunately for me, I completely forgot that Tyrod Taylor spent four seasons with the Baltimore Ravens, in which one of them was. they went to a Super Bowl and won, and obviously went to the playoffs. And, a and I'm times. sure. And Tyrod Taylor, the reason I forgot about it is he didn't sniff the field. Right, as it says. Except in warm-ups. So, but Wayne was correct on technicality, which Technic- I, well, I, I, I like. A, I like I, that. I do. I do. I, I like do. when people yeah, call I, you out. Cause, it, well, <laughs> well, is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like when people say because technically nowadays, just so you know, this is your one. This is my one for the year. This is the one for the year. I've had a lot of ones for the year. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> a second mistake. Speaking of ones for the year, um, it turns out that those T-shirts we gave away last season for beat the host. Uh oh, they're not like they're going to be collectors' items. Oh. Uh, we mistakenly credited Bill Parcells with the quote, she'll be fine, um, in regards to uh, a nagging injury right. that was keeping Terry Glenn out of football games. Well, as I was looking for audio quotes for the whole Say What segment, who <clears throat> I, I kept trying to search for Bill Parcells saying she'll be fine. Right. I could never find it, and I realized why. Oh, no. Bill Parcells did use the word she in regards to Terry Glenn. However, okay. the correct quote is, she's making progress. Oh. The she'll be fine part came when Terry Glenn was asked about Parcells' comment calling him a she. And Glenn responded with, hey, if I'm a she, she'll, she'll be, be fine. Oh, so Terry Glenn should be correct. Yes, oh. yes. So. He's not going after it for any <laughs> no, he's, he's, copyright. No, he's, okay. He hasn't. Well, he's dead. Oh, oh, that's so. That's I mean, right. We're all right. Sorry. I mean, unless you know. See, now I, I've as, been apologizing again. <laughs> unless the family's going to come after us for royalties. <laughs> but either way, there we go. The correction section of the podcast wow. complete. It's time for one of the new segments that that we've been suggested with tools of the trade. Okay, a couple things that. That I like, and I know you kind of like them too. Yep. So I'm starting with a TV show that, or yeah, TV programs to watch that I enjoy for the reason of they help me kind of look at guys that I might want on my team this coming year in fantasy. It's on ESPN. Okay. Actually, ESPN U. Is this a. Uh... It's the top 25 college games of, well, whatever year it is, 2017 or. Right. So this year it's the top 25 games of 2017. So basically, it's two games every weekday. They cut out all the bullshit. Oh, wow. like it just runs through it, so it's like two and a half hour game, but or program, and so you can watch the game, brush up on the rookies that'll be getting that got drafted, right. to, and that you might want to draft on your football team. You get to see what they were like playing against a bunch of nobodies. <laughs> okay, right, all right. Second thing I like is it's app score. The we score. talk about this all the time. We love the score. All the latest. 
in sports news and information as it breaks. And yeah, like, anything. Not only football, there's basketball, there's baseball, there's golf, there's I mean soccer if you want to consider that a sport. Right. MMA. You know, and you can set the app up thousands of different ways. Oh, yeah. What team you like? Yeah, you can pick your favorite team, you can pick who you want to hear um, you can talk about notifications from. Right. Yep. And then it'll it'll ding your phone or whatever it is that every time there's something on the news right and then, with that and i know team. it's right up to date because i know i can through work i talk to a couple of guys yeah and they've never heard anything until when you tell them and then their their espn or nfl app sooner or later it, it kicks in and yeah. says um here go to disney world and while you're there <laughs> <laughs> you know demi lovato overdosed on heroin <laughs> stuff like that so I, I love that app. I know you you hooked me up on that thing, and yep. it's like I'm kind of addicted. Yeah, I love it. Um, another app I, or website, FantasyPros.com. Okay. It's my new favorite website for fantasy information and draft tools. I used to be, in fact, I have this on here coming up, uh, FootballGuys.com. I still like them, but, you know, Fantasy Pros is now a thing. They have this program, you know, on Football guys, they used to have a thing, or they still have a thing. It's called the Draft Dominator, which we always talked about right. in the past. Well, I was getting annoyed with you couldn't set it up with realistic scoring situations to help you draft your team. And I sent them a note, and they told me that, well, we're not going to do right. that because we only want realistic things, blah, blah, blah. And I wrote them back saying, well, you allow quarterbacks to get kicking points. Right. Why can't I have a quarterback catching a pass? Oh, they won't. No, no, they don't. Just, so, anyways, okay. They have this thing on there called the draft assistant, and for many of our listeners, you know, like I said, heard me talk about draft dominator. Always been disheartened, but Fantasy Pros Draft Assistant allows you to sync with numerous websites that you might be using to run your fantasy league. So it'll sync with your ESPN league. Okay, <clears throat> it syncs with our our league live scoring website and all that stuff, and. It will actually sync up when you're doing your draft, and it'll run through what everybody's picking on the, your fantasy website, and it'll kind of help you out and tell you who you should be picking. Well, and I don't need help, but well, you don't. I, but we're talking about I for do. everybody else. Well, yeah, because yeah. as a commissioner, I have a lot of things to do. Yeah, because you know you're so busy. Exactly. <laughs> so, and it gives you a lot more things that the draft dominator never gave you, which is like historical stats, you know, height, weight. Right, all that kind of stuff, and what they did in college, and all all that kind of stuff, and it tries to get as close as it can to your scoring system, but it allows you to tweak things around, so you don't have to worry about any of that kind of stuff. So right. this year, I'm expecting championships in every league I'm running. So be aware. You need a Russell Wilson on your team. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> you're helping him out. You're like his general manager. I, I might get a cut of this. <laughs> next, next website I like, and this is the one that runs our Cheddarhead Fantasy League, and it runs our Dynasty okay. League. Yep. It's myfantasyleague.com. And uh, talk about league scoring minutia. The reason I went with this website was because, um, as many people probably know, in Cheddarhead Fantasy Football League, we have crazy scoring system. Like, oh. Well, I mean, crazier than ESPN, where you right. get one point for every 10 yards and right, yeah. four points for a touchdown. It's the only website I've ever been able to find that lets you dive as deep as you want to into whatever kind of scoring your league needs. Check it out. Yes, it costs money. That's the one downfall. It's not cheap. 
But when you split it up between everybody in your league. Right. It's not too bad. No, I think it's like six bucks a person for our league. And they also, correct me if I'm wrong, on that website, when you're in the heat of the league, Mm -hmm. when you're trying to set up your lineup, they have like this fantasy shark. Yes. That kind of help you set up your. Yeah. Who they. Who you think. Who their experts think you should play that week. Yeah. And it looks at your roster. Yep. Who they're playing and kind of gives you like some basic reasons why they're picking them. Um, and then, like I said, footballguys.com. I do still like them for fantasy information. Not as much for the, uh, what do you call it, the draft dominator, but do like footballguys.com. Um, if you have a common scoring system, you might like the draft dominator. But those are my things. And can I just say a little history lesson on oh boy. on our scoring system? Yes. I want to give credit where credit is due. Oh, yes. This, this league that... Or the scoring system from this league, I think I you adopted from yeah from your friends' league up from in. our friends' league back home because uh, I know some of those guys listen to the show yeah um, we kind of then you kind of said well we're gonna have points of two hundred and some points so you wanted to whittle it down whittle a it bit. down a little well, bit but in and that league take a percentage with all due respect in that league everybody started two quarterbacks you right. started. Yeah, like six running backs because there were only what ten guys in the league. Yeah, ten guys. I, well, it first started off as just the coaches and right. teachers in our our school, and then slowly, my friends and I. And that's what happens when you get a teacher involved. That's right. They start saying we want to give four tenths of a point for every one yard average rushing. So. Yeah, it was it was crazy. So that's it. You got some suggestions, some sites and apps you like. Let us know. Yeah. That, we'll uh, look them over and we'll we'll let people know about them. But now, after that little bit of rambling, right. we need to get to the important stuff. Okay. The fantasy news and notes. Everyone. I just want to say... I, you I, don't want to be sweating your balls that's off That's right. I, I feel... <laughs> Dan's all excited because I, I, I bought a new fan for up in the man room while it's trying to cool off, and it's a lot less noisy. It, than... it sure would be nice when your wife <laughs> listens to the show. It would have been nice if she would have had the air conditioning on. Well, I asked. I was going to ask her to turn on the computer and turn on the air conditioning. She at least had the computer on because you know she was doing her workout, and she left it on. Okay. Anyways, to the important stuff, the news and notes. Okay. Anything you want to jump in on any of these reports? Well, I'm gonna. I can't wait to hear <laughs> what you have because there are a few that I want to talk about. The continuing Lashawn McCoy struggles with oh. the possibility of quite a bit of legal trouble for Lashawn McCoy. News is the Bills are currently looking at other options for running backs this season. Ooh. Some of those include, but are not limited to, Eddie Lacy, Demarco Murray, who as we'll find out a little later, is talking retirement. Maybe that's not going to happen, though. Well, maybe not. <laughs> and the one that they're really looking at, they brought him in for a workout and everything, ex-running back free agent from the Chargers. Thoughts? No. Brandon Oliver. Oh. He's not on a team right now? No, free agent. Wow. He played eight games last season and ran for a total of 83 yards. He spent most of the season on the inactive list for the Chargers in 2017. Do you like a Brandon Oliver, or would you rather have a Kung Pao Chicken Eddie Lacy? <laughs> no, 
No, I, I, I think there's other running backs out there. I think you, you might like have either a, one. No, I think you might have like an Amir Adula. Maybe an Adrian Peterson. Oh, he should just retire. Well, yeah. No one's going to pick him up. You don't like DeMarco Murray either? I think DeMarco's making the right decision to retire. Yeah, he's talking about retirement, but maybe he would plan on coming out of retirement for one more chance to play for the Bills. Why? Hey, it's the Bills. <laughs> I just read an article in the score, the <laughs> yeah. app, our, fav- our favorite app, saying five teams, five, five offenses that you need to stay away from. Yes. Buffalo's one of them. Bills were number one. Ooh, even with Josh Allen? Even with Josh Allen. Wow, that's surprising. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it could be easy. It could easily be Carryon Johnson as a starting running back in Detroit this season. That's what it sounded like. He should at least go into training camp with the number one position. Everything should hinge on apparently the product- productivity of Theo Riddick and Laguerre Blunt. The Lions did move up in the draft to take Johnson, and they really like his three-down playing ability. However, do not forget, okay. the Lions still have other options. Amir Abdullah, eh. special teams monster Zach Zenner. The great both, white hope. <laughs> both trying to make the 53-man roster. Don't know if that's going to happen. I think Zenner's got an outside shot because of his special teams play, but yeah. I think Amir is... Yeah, and he's white. Yeah. we we got to be even... What do they call that? Affirmative action. Affirmative, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) The time between between signing long-term deals and being stuck with a franchise tag has come and gone. You know who we're talking about? No. Le'Veon Bell did not come to a deal with the Steelers during that time. That means he'll play the 2018 season under another franchise tag. Word is that Bell turned down a hefty... $70 $70 million five-year contract, mainly because he still thinks he should be paid as a number one running back and a number two wide receiver. Now he will play on his $14.5 million franchise Do you tag. think he'll be able to do that? I mean, I think he'll make it. He'll th- make ends meet. I think so. He'll make ends meet. And then he's talking about leaving next year, right? Right. Where would he go? <laughs> I mean, Buffalo. Who'd want him? I mean, who would want... A Le'Veon Bell. He's always hurt. He's going to Buffalo. I mean, number one, he made the choice to be a running back, correct? Right. If you wanted to be paid like a receiver who usually make more money, go out as a receiver. And he's probably a better receiver than most receivers out there. Yeah. Running backs have a much shorter lifespan in the NFL than any other position. Therefore, he's not going to be paid a lot of money on a long-term deal. I mean, he still hasn't been able to prove that he could stay healthy for a year. Has he, has he played a full 16-year game season? I'm not. I might run into a Tyrod Taylor problem with this. Right. So yeah, I'm just going to ask a rhetorical question. There we go. Um, and I don't want. I'm afraid to actually answer that. But I think he I wasn't last. Maybe last year was 16 games. Yeah, I think it His was first. Might have been. So between the injury games missed and the wacky tobacco games missed, why would you pay him huge amounts of money? A number one running back is there for every game. In my mind. But now, did you just read in your news, or do you have in your news and notes who just signed a big? Uh, um, Todd, Todd Gurley. Right. Just Another signed. guy. Didn't he miss? He's a, an injury waiting to happen. Well, as we were talking about, but, you know, and we, we might have been wrong on that a couple of years ago. Well. When I, he was a rookie. Right. But just so you know, I. <laughs> you covered your ass? 
But I'm, I, in my list of running backs, this is going to reflect. Oh, yeah? I, I have a theory. Okay. <laughs> 34-year-old sing, signal caller for the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, the, the, the GOAT, hopes would, to play the game until he is 40. Well, if he keeps going on uh, Shark Week or whatever. He's not going to. He's not going to make it because. Well, but he was. Did, see, I didn't get to see Aaron Rodgers. I only saw the Gronk, who is a monster. Oh, Gronk is amazing. Gronk wanted to. They were down on, on the bottom of which, wherever they were with these sharks swimming yep. around them. In no, not in a cage. Oh, no. And Gronk's on there. Oh, he hit me in the face with his <laughs> fin. Blah, blah, blah. And he was down. They were down there with some other guy from ESPN. Yep. That guy got his. Got scared out of his pants, oh. and he goes, "I think we should go back up now." <laughs> but wouldn't you? I mean, there's no way in hell you would. I mean, number one, you wouldn't get me underwater. But why did the Packers, let alone why did they let the him page, do it? Why did they let him do it? I, I don't. I know. mean, I know he's with. The, I think there were reef sharks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but they'll still they'll still take it, a pretty big bite out if, of you. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like they were in there with uh, you know bull sharks or or gray whites. My family is a huge. Shark Week fans. I, I don't get the Shark Week. Thing. I after you've seen one show, you pretty much seen them all. Yeah, uh, Ronda Rousey was. It didn't last year. Didn't Michael Phelps swim against the shark? Yeah, that that one was that a was, joke. That was uh, Shaq was with in with a bunch of sharks. He? Oh my oh gosh, my that guy's a monster. <laughs> and I, to the point, I don't get it. To the point where while I'm at work on set, we always have music playing, right? And I have I Heart Radio playing. Okay, and they keep doing this ad for. Shark Week playlists. Wait, what the hell? I, I actually want to play it tomorrow and see what the hell. Jack, you know Jack Johnson? Yep. He has a special Shark Week playlist that he put together. Okay. I, I, don't, uh, I don't know. I can only imagine. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's like eight hours of the, of the Jaws theme. So anyways, back to Rogers. He yeah. said, I'd love to play till 40. I just think that number means a lot. Obviously, Tom Brady is kind of rewriting the book. Brett Favre had a good season when he turned 40. My goal is to be able to move like I do or close to how I do and still be able to do that at 40 just because nobody's been able to do that and still move around the same. Steve Young's career was cut short in his late 30s. John Elway, the same. He didn't really move the same as when he was younger. So to be able to move the way at 38, move that same way at 38, 39, 40 would be cool. That's my aim. This is a guy you want to give a long-term deal to. No, as a number one paid player in the NFL. This is a guy that should be smart and <laughs> play like Tom Brady, make limited amount of money. Well, but, yeah, but he's but crying. Living. He's crying. And speaking of Tom Brady, he might need to do the Julian Michaels workout. Have you seen the pictures of him on the beach with with Giselle? He's fine. He looks like me. Like like a dear friend, long friend, close. Terry Glenn. Yeah, Terry Glenn. Once she'll, said, be she'll be fine. <laughs> At least we're getting that right now. <laughs> okay. Well, you know your talent pool is quite thin when you have to come out and say that a guy named Kevin White is pretty much safe to make the fifty-three man roster for your team. Oh. Really? You mean to tell me you don't have a guy that you could count on to be available for the season that could catch a ball and run a route? That guy is the luckiest guy in the world. I, I don't get it. How how he's still on the team? Stealing money. He, he should be he in is, prison. He should be. <laughs> has he played a down? He he has only appeared in five games so far in his career. 
Okay. Including one game last year. And how many receptions that, in those five games? And that's appeared in. Uh, that I didn't even go to. Okay. That, that's games he's appeared in. Not played the full game. Appeared in. Right. He also only has 21 receptions. In five games. I'm in, guessing. In five games. Wow. Or parts of five games. Wow. He's he's going to make the roster. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> That's why the Bears will be at the bottom of the... And, and, and they deserve to be. Yes, exactly. Rams newly acquired receiving toy, Brandon Cooks. Your man. Signed a long-term deal with the Rams. A five-year contract extension has been reached. At the time of this printing, no financial terms were disclosed. He's coming off three straight 1,000-yard receiving seasons. In 2017, Cooks had 65 catches, over 1,000 yards, and seven touchdowns. He's a solid wide receiver, too, and listed as the 23rd-ranked wide receiver for most 12-team PPR leagues. Now, in the CFFL, okay. he just might be available. <laughs> Are you putting that out there? Well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Okay. <laughs> From the what the hell is this guy thinking department, you're going to like this oh, one. Oh, this, this should be a new. What the hell is this guy thinking? Yeah, we, we should. We we're going to have a whole lot of segments on this <laughs> That's podcast. right. Jimmy Garoppolo was seeing out on a date oh, with yes. a porn star. And this is going to be a long discussion because things are happening today that came out today of things he said. Even now. Oh, the fact that he thinks he's. Better than Tom Brady. Better than Tom or that Brady. he he goes. I, I was better than Tom Brady last year. Last he should, year he should have been playing. Okay, that's what he was saying. Um, now you might be thinking, you know, Dave, what's wrong with that? Porn stars tend to be hot. Well, and they got to make a living too. You know? right, yeah. Well, also a very good share of trash bag porn stars. Also, right, right. And the trash bag porn stars, I've done some research. They tend to outnumber the hot porn stars. You might be thinking, Dave, how do you know this? Well, I have Showtime and Stars in my Telvin selection list. And Showtime often on Saturday nights will play the Porn Star Awards from Las Vegas for whatever year you're in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, there are Porn Star Awards. And that's called what again? That's called the... Uh... Porn Star Awards. No, there's a word for it. The Slammies? <laughs> the The... The butt pirates? The no, no, just Anyways. go uh, go on. I, it's I well, the I, AVNs? Yeah, the AVN, yes, you're correct. You're right, I, in Las Vegas. See how I made it look like <laughs> I really you didn't don't know. Really know. You, had to do, you were searching on your phone? Anyways, one Saturday night I made the mistake of watching this because, you know, there was nothing else on. Of course. In 90 minutes of my life, I will never get back. <laughs> the porn stars that I remember as a kid, they are not the same porn stars that are out there today. Sure, some of them are very attractive. However, the rest, way over-enhanced and just downright looking like they're straight out of the trailer park. Oh, yeah. The bottom line is, you're freaking Jimmy Garoppolo. If you're going to date a porn star... Make sure it's a hot one. She better be one of the hot yeah. ones. Newsflash, this, this one wasn't. I, I think I, I sent you a text saying Oof. about Jimmy G, <laughs> and you're like... She better be one of the hot ones. <laughs> She's not. And I, yeah. Here's the headline. 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo goes on a spicy day with adult star Kiara Mia. Now, Kiara Mia sounds attractive. <laughs> but the problem is there was a picture of her to go along with the headline. Yep. Seriously, now. She looks like she's about twice Garoppolo's age. 
I would agree. Her boobs are about twice the normal size that they should be. Because and what you're saying, more than a handful is a waste. Is a waste. Yeah. And her back is loaded with tattoos, which, by the way, is another thing I've noticed about today's porn stars. Many of them are full of tattoos and weird body piercings. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Jimmy, my friend, call me. I could set you up. <laughs> you know some people. I know people. <laughs> I am comfortable in my own sexuality enough to say, you're kind of hot. It wouldn't be, even be difficult to set you up. Oh, God, no. I know people. And he signed just a huge contract. Yeah, so he's, he's got money. He's good looking and has money. To the point where he, he opened the door for the porn star of some Uber. So it was a backseat. He wasn't even driving. Right. And then got on the other side. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, I mean, if you think, here, here's the thing. And I heard this, so I'm kind of stealing this whole thing, but it, it, it's perfect. Okay. He thinks he's Tom Brady. His choice of women, it's more Tiger Woods. I would agree. Well, yeah. She was no Giselle. No, or she was no, uh, who's Tiger's ex-wife? Uh, oh. Um, L. L. Yes. Ellen. Yes. Ellen. Ellen. Ellen Nordigan. Ellen Nordigan. Should be another fantasy girl. There you go. But, uh, yeah. And when he once he got rid of her, or the reason he got rid of her, is he was doing some trash bag little porn stars, too. Yes, he was. So, Jimmy, please, stop. Yeah, you can do so much better. And granted, this is going to go away. It's not even going to be a problem if he does good this year. But you know damn well, he screws up a couple times in the first few games. It's going to be, yep, he was out with that trash bag porn star. Right. He's not being serious about football. Well, in our opinion, I mean, I got right, right. I mean, to bring the lawyers. Every the... kettle has a cover. Right. Okay. Right? But, and... Don't you think, too? <laughs> these are our opinions. These, yeah, but I mean. I have a First Amendment right. You're dating a porn star. Yes. And now it's well known you are. Yes. You are. Mm-hmm. Do you think the guys in the locker room are going to they're, they're put say, some pictures on the wall? Hey, you can, you or, can do better. Hey, do you see this movie? Or, or yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean. Kiara Mia in do you really, Shaving Ryan's Privates or something yeah, like that. exactly. You know? Do you really want to go through that? No. No, I don't either. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't want want no. my friends or my teammates know, knowing what. Uh, and, and again, nothing against porn stars. Everybody has a right to make money as long right. as you're doing it legally. But if I was somebody in the public eye like that, there's no way. Oh, no. I just don't want, I don't want my teammates. Oh, God, they would. Because you're give under me so a microscope. Anyway, speaking of people under microscopes. Okay. Rookie tight end Ricky Seals-Jones of the Cardinals was arrested this past week for assault, disorderly conduct, and criminal trespassing. He was supposed to be a sleeper, I think. Yeah, well, he's going to be sleeping for the first few games, (laughs) apparently. He was allegedly trying to use a bathroom in a hotel, but was denied because he was not staying there. He then reportedly went into the hotel restaurant to try and use their bathroom, but was again denied. It is at that point where he was arrested after shoving an employee to get by him. Well, when you got to go, Dave, you got to go. I know, I know. And then you just say, listen, dude, I really have to go to the bathroom. Right. Here's $20. Right. <laughs> please? Yeah. Please may I use your bathroom. Five minutes, I'm out of your hair. Yeah. I promise. Or the worst thing, worst case scenario, it's going to happen right here. Yeah, and you don't want that. And you don't want that. I mean, I'd... I'll clean it up, but, you know, you don't want that. I mean, this is a public place. 
Anyone willing to bet uh, bet that uh, there's going to be some sort of complaint about him being denied entry to the bathroom because he's black? Oh, yeah. And then there will be another reason for the Philadelphia Eagle, Eagle players to protest during the National Anthem? Anyone? Anyone? Any, yeah. Anyone want to make a rainbow bet on that? No, nope, I can't. I can't okay. do it. All right. On the last episode, we told you about the problems Randall Cobb is having with his injured foot. We mentioned that he was in a walking boot and he was hoping to be available for the first game of the, pre- of the season. Well, he's out of the walking boot and expects to be ready for training camp. Nice. That's huge news for the Packer receiver and for the Packer team who's looking to win another Super Bowl this year. Try to. The team and fantasy owners will be expecting 70-plus catches from him this season, around 700 yards, and in most 12-team PPR leagues, Cobb is currently listed as? A wide receiver three or 40, a The 42nd-ranked receiver. So second tier, or not more, more than second tier, but let's see, 32. Probably a wide receiver three. Yeah, and yeah. Maybe. or wide re- low, mid, low to mid wide receiver two. That's, 42? I mean, you got 32 number ones, right? Sure. You do the math better than yeah. I do. Well, there's 32 teams, right? Yeah. Quick! <laughs> Get him before the shoulder goes wonky again. That's right. Uh-oh. Andrew Luck has been cleared for training camp, and exactly no one is excited about it. Is he throwing a real football yet, or is it still the high school football? I think it's a real one. Because I don't think they'll let him throw the high school one. In, well, no, not in no. the NFL, no. Explain to me this one thing, though. Colts GM Chris Ballard said he is good to go, but also added that he will be taking days off until he is fully healthy. What is it? Is he good to go, or is he not yet fully healthy? I mean, you can have him. I don't. I, don't I know. Want I know him. you don't want him, but where? Where is a? Where is a good spot to draft him if you were giving fourteenth uh, round? Wow. I don't want him. Even if I, See, even if it's my last pick in a draft, I only have one quarterback, and that one quarterback is Jay Cutler. Take your Dave hat off <laughs> and put on just like a real person hat. My hate glasses. Yeah, your hate. There you go. <laughs> really, where where's a good spot um, to draft an Andrew Luck? Well, I wouldn't want him as my number one quarterback. Well, no, that'd be a pretty. I mean, you better. Have that'd a be really, a risky thing. Yeah. So that there so you're, go. maybe. I mean, start I do league? have Matt Ryan, so I mean, I would only need him for one game. And God, I don't know when the Falcons' bye week is. Luck might be injured by then. True. And then I gotta go try and hope I can get Jacoby Brissett again. I. I'm I'm gonna just say it out right now. If I start my year <laughs> with Andrew Luck, yes. and Jameis Winston on my team, <laughs> you don't have a quarterback for the I first would, couple of weeks. Well, I think Andrew might play week one, I thought. <laughs> okay, what about week two? Well, worst <laughs> case scenario, I'll play Ryan Fitzpatrick for the first week. You can only have two quarterbacks. I'll put Andrew on the <laughs> IR. You'll need to. <laughs> Reports out of Green Bay are that new tight end Jimmy Graham yep. will be lining up split out wide as a receiver more often than in line as a traditional tight end. You excited about that? I'm predicting Jimmy Graham will not be the tight end that everybody is hoping he's going to be. He's going to be a receiver? No, I just saying he's not going to he's not going to be the great receiver or tight end everybody thinks he's, he's going to. He's not going to be the black Gronk? No. No. Oh, no. Gronk will have better numbers. I mean, 
sure, he's probably lost a step. Yep. But he's still a huge target that the GOAT is going to enjoy throwing the ball to, knowing that he will hold on to it. But as much as I hate Martellus Bennett, Martellus Bennett was a huge target, too. And Yeah, but he couldn't he couldn't catch a cold. Huh. You know, it's hands of stone, even with the sticky gloves on. <laughs> Graham is currently listed as, you want to guess what number tight end? Four or five. Four in fantasy, and right around a fifth-round selection in most 12-team PPR leagues. I will take a Jimmy Graham if I have the opportunity. You can have him. Okay. You can have Tom Bra- or, um, um, Rob Andrew Graham. Luck, oh, okay. Nick Beard, and I'll take Graham. Okay. Another NFL player looks to be preparing for a suspension. Jets wide receiver, or Great. Darius Stewart, oh. is looking at a two-game suspension for? You got me. I did. Performance-enhancing drugs. He took some kind of a diuretic or something, and of course, at, when he got caught, I didn't know that was banned. Bruce. Again, I'm putting the offer out there. Any NFL player, $20. I will look over all your supplements. I will cross-reference them with an NFL banned substance list, substance list, and I'll let you know if you're all right or not. In fact, I will guarantee Ooh. if they're legal or not. If they're not, I'll give you your $20 back. There's a deal. <laughs> I mean, I'll make a killing. Yeah, no, it's... You should... I, you I, should, I should try that? You should try it once. I'll see if anybody takes you up on it. And speaking of knowing what people are actually doing, you want to get into some say what? Yes. All right, here we go. Say what? Stay off the weed. Say so consider yourself sucked. There's three quarterbacks in this football team. Whichever one starts, starts. Whichever one's don't, we'll back them up. We couldn't do diddly, poo, offensively. We couldn't make a first down. We couldn't run the ball. We didn't try to run the ball. We couldn't complete a pass. We sucked. Say what again. Say what again. I dare you. I double dare you. This is it. The, the second episode of our our bumper music for Say What. Our time to dive deep into coaches and players' quotes and tell you exactly what they're thinking. This week was a little tough. Yeah, you... I got, I got some tough ones that were hard to figure out, and they might not be as funny as always, but they're enlightening. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. You want to start with the first one? Yep, let's go. Bears head coach. There's going to be a little bit of a... <laughs> a theme? Theme here. <laughs> Matt Nagy said of rookie wide receiver Anthony Miller, who I like, yeah. his ability to run routes that set the angle for the quarterback made him a standout during the draft process. Anytime you can see a route that relates to what you do as an offense, you kind of tag that. You kind of what? Tag. Oh, you kind of tag that. Yeah. Okay, first of all, you tag that. <laughs> Apparently means something else in football situation than what it means to young guys in the real world. <laughs> exactly. However, what Nagy really means is, I walked into this locker room and watched a tape of our previous seasons under Coach Fox, <laughs> and I realized this team doesn't have anyone that knows what it means to run around. We need a guy with versatility and an all-around game that can rise up the depth chart quickly. Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just sorry. You in, tag that in my head right now. I'm thinking of your wife listening to this show, <laughs> and like, she's gonna has no idea what. Knip. What does tag that mean? <laughs> I'll tell you later. Okay. 
Next one. Okay, let's go back to Matt Nagy. Oh, okay. Set of Jordan Howard. Ooh, running he, back. Oh, yeah, Jordan Howard. Top back. 10 running back, according to Justin. That's right. Yeah. I might take that bet again. <laughs> he can play all three downs. We're going, we're, go, we're going to do that. We're going to use him, and we're going to use other guys on first and second down when we need to. I'm starting to think that Matt Nagy doesn't really know what certain words mean. <laughs> he is saying that Jordan Howard is going to be there every down back, but they are going to use other guys on first and second down too. Right. What he's really saying is this. Well, you do have to rest them. Well, once in a while. Okay. But, you know, this team is effed up. I have no idea what guys can do what. I got to tell you guys something so I can cover my ass where, wherever I need to in order to be right one way or another. So he's either going to be in every down back or we're going to rest him and play some other guys in first and second down, making him a third down back. Right. I, I, on another note on that, Tyree, mm-hmm. is it Ter- Tarek Cohen? Tarek Cohen, I think. The joystick? I think he- as long as he the stays healthy. The one trick pony? I think he might be. The a, flash in the pan? Really? You think so? Yes. I think he fits this off, offense, even though this offense is terrible. Remember when he came out last year and he was, well, that came out. I mean, he, remember when he made his splash last year and he was, oh, my God, the first two games. Look at him run. And then what happened to him the rest of the year? Well, they, yeah, offense turned, or defenses figure him out. Event, uh, he right? turned into the second year of Colin Kaepernick. Instead of running, he was getting ass planted. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Who's the next oh, one? Let's go back to Nat, Matt Nagy because oh, okay. he has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> Matt said of Mitch Trubisky, we're going to let him cut it loose more than often this this year. We're going to cut let him cut it loose more often this year. Okay. What he's really saying is this. I Trubisky think- had some good moments last year and and we are hoping to get more out of him this year. We're going to call more passing plays, and hopefully our collection of torn ACL and other knee injury wideouts will be able to get open. Trubisky has been taking it pretty slow during practice and hasn't been very consistent. we got to get him moving quicker and making more throws off of feel rather than overthinking them. Right? I like it. Yep. And that was actually being very nice. It wasn't me being a dick. And you can be that. I can something. be, yes. Okay. One of my favorite coaches, Marty Mord- <laughs> offense coordinator Marty Mordenwig, said of Joe Flacco, he is moving and grooving <laughs> better than he has in several years. <laughs> what he's really saying is this. Hey, I just won the coach's pool on who could be the first guy to use the words moving and grooving together <laughs> in regards to anything Joe Flacco can do. Our goal is to try and fool people into thinking this guy is athletic. Right? Right on. (laughs) And that's it, everybody, for Say What. We are going to move now into our top 10 fantasy quarterbacks. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. We're going to start. I mean, frankly, I'm shocked. I started doing my research into this top 10 quarterback running back thing this year, and I was floored at how many of these in the know, talking heads are just drinking something that can't possibly be legal in order to come up with their rankings. There was one guy out there that actually had Deshaun Watson, unproven, fragile, broken quarterback, ranked as the number one fantasy quarterback in 2018. Only to make it worse by then naming Russell Wilson, short, can't run anymore, weak-ass arm quarterback, as the number two, an unproven 
Second-year wonder kid Patrick Mahomes as the number 10 quarterback in fantasy football. Now, to be fair, though, Russell Wilson was... He's in my top 10. Well, he, yeah, he's in your top 10. But he's not number two. Didn't he finish third in our league last year? Well, that was last year. Okay. No, I agree. He's he's fallen in my... Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing. Right. There right? you go. I mean... Because... Yeah. Really? I mean, he wasn't. Well, because he can't stay healthy. Jimmy Garoppolo only played five games. Well, now you're a big Jimmy G fan? <laughs> well, we'll see. Okay. Well, luckily for all of you, you have Dan and me to set your wish list straight. And I'm not going to be as long-winded about this <laughs> as Dave, but... <laughs> well, I have to... I have. I know I need to um, defend my picks. Well, and I don't. I just... Okay. I just I'm just right. <laughs> Here with the go-to top 10 list of fantasy quarterbacks, starting at number 10 for you. Okay. Number 10. Kirk Cousins. Number 10, really? Yep. I don't even have him in my top 10, I don't think. Let me just How, how can quickly. you not? He's got Delvin Cook. Dude, stop. Just, just stop. You should hope for this. I don't, I don't have... I don't have... A Kirk Cousins? No. Okay. We want them to not... No. I... Okay, he's got what? Delvin got Cook, running back. Thielen. Thielen, white guy. Great white guy out of Mankato State, right? <laughs> okay, all right. Last year he was great. Okay. The past two years, you got to give him. <laughs> okay. 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 And he had pus arm. Uh, Case Keenum? Case Keenum and uh, Sam Bradford throwing yeah, to him, yeah, right? Yeah. And Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Okay. Oof. Also, Stephon Diggs, who made the miraculous catch. Yes. The, the one catch. The only thing that won him that game. Okay. If you draft either one of those two wide receivers, I'm not okay. Not I'm just I'm just saying. Go ahead, you're number ten. <laughs> not a happy guy. My number ten guy, Deshaun Watson of Houston. Perhaps he'd be higher on my list list if he wasn't coming off the horrible injury of last season. Perhaps he would be higher on the list if he would come out and realize that in order to stay healthy in this league, you need to be a pocket passer. Unfortunately for Deshaun Watson. He still does not understand this. He has said that he will not change his playing mentality, which means running whenever he doesn't have the talent to throw the ball to a receiver. Look for him to be habitually injured. I'm telling you this right now. And how can he, if you're saying that he's going to be habitually injured, yes. how do you have him as a top 10 wide or quarterback? Remember, one guy had him as number one. Rainbow Me. bet right now. <laughs> he will not be a top 10 quarterback? No. I get Kirk Cousins, you get Deshaun Watson. And which one's going to do better? Yes. I'll do that. Okay. You want Kirk Cousins? Hell yeah. Okay. I, I'm going to stay clear of this guy until he proves that he understands he's no longer playing college football. Exactly. He hasn't done, he hasn't proven anything. Nope. But that, yeah. Hey. Who's your number nine guy? Bet you he's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared to find out. I'll let you go first. My number nine guy, Cam Newton, Carolina Panthers. Wow, you have him in top ten. Yep. And it's simply his on-the-field act, act, antics okay. that keep him in the spotlight in the NFL because he clearly isn't, clearly isn't his talent. Newton had the fewest yards of his career in 2018, only to bolster those pathetic stats with 750 yards rushing. Panthers still do not have any quality receiving talent other than the old guy at tight end, Greg Olson. 
to make this easier, mm-hmm. I have Newton eight. You do? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, so we're all right. We're, we're close. We're close. Um, I went Russell Wilson nine. Did you? Yeah. I have Russell Wilson a little higher. Okay. But uh, yeah, Cam Newton. You like Russell Wilson number nine? Yep. Oof. Matt Stafford number eight for me. Detroit. Here's a guy that played through some minor injuries last season and still made his fantasy owners happy. I don't know if that's going to work for him this year. Right. Uh, there have been coaching changes, even though the funniest name in all of coaching, Jim Bob Cooter, still <laughs> remains as his OC. I would look for a little over 4,000 yards and 27-ish touchdowns. Ish, okay. Any more than that, and you'll have found yourself a late-round steal. I would not mind a Matt Stafford as my number two. I have Stafford as my number seven. Okay. So close again. Close close again. All right. And just because he, I like Matt Stafford just because they throw the ball so damn much because they have no running, running back. Well, they have carry on Johnson. Well, Theoretic. Exactly. LeGarrette Blunt. Exactly. Zach Zenner. That's why Matt Stafford. Amir Abdullah. Got to throw the ball. <laughs> but I actually at number eight I had what did I say? Uh, Cam, yeah, Cam Newton. You have eight, Cam Newton, right? Yep. Seven, you have Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. My number seven, Russell Wilson of Seattle. So we're, we're close. We're yeah. just got them interchanged a little bit. I had, I had a hard time putting him this high up. Let's face it. He has absolutely zero talent on the offense this year. And the defense has been decimated. The old line is a joke, and it doesn't look like Seattle is doing anything about it. Yeah. I can't see this guy doing much of anything this year. In fact,. There is no way I would draft this guy if I needed a third quarterback on my team. But you have him high. Well, I do because, you know, I mean, compared I, to other guys. When you talk, though, it sounds like he should be a number 10. 15. <laughs> well, he's not that bad. <laughs> okay. I mean, he still has Doug Baldwin. And uh, um, who's the guy that you wanted last year or you had last year, but he was hurt all the time? Receiver. Receiver. Um yeah, that guy. That guy. Yeah. All right, my number six guy. Praying he comes back healthy. I went Carson Wentz. Okay. I'm feeling he's going to miss maybe first one or two games. Okay. But I think with that offense, uh, I he's my top six guy. All right. My number six guy? Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo, San Francisco. Yes, he has less of a resume than Deshaun Watson. But the resume he does have tells me that he took one of the worst teams in the NFL last year and won five straight games. Yes, he dates scary-looking porn stars. Yes, he thinks he's better than Tom Brady. But I'm going to tell you, what he did last year isn't easy to do. Don't look at your piece of paper right now. Okay. Tell me his... uh, I don't have his stats. No, tell me who his top wide receiver is. Ooh, don't know. Exactly. Doesn't matter. He's like... Remember how you were saying that the Packers receivers aren't really that great, that Aaron Rodgers makes them great? But Jimmy Garoppolo has, is not Aaron Rodgers. Jimmy Garoppolo had the same receivers that the guys playing quarterback before him last season had, and he made them all look like pro bowlers. Okay, everybody jump on the Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> bandwagon. I just I well, don't you, see we're it. We're not going to be able to get him because you know Brad kept him. That's he has a much better supporting cast this season with Garcon returning from injury, Jarek McKinnon being added from free agency. I like Garoppolo a lot, assuming there aren't any lingering problems like, you know, 
STDs from porn stars or something, you know? You just you had to go there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. All right, number five. Go ahead. Tom Brady, New England. Oh, you're Face joking. it. He's turning 41 in, in August. He runs like a half-dead plow horse. And he has lost most of his weapons on offense. Did you, like I asked before, did you see the pictures of him on the beach with Giselle? Dude, he's... He's got my body. <laughs> Let's not get crazy. <laughs> I don't know how his TB12 trainer still has a business after seeing those pictures. Okay. He isn't, he isn't going to be the best poster boy, and he's he is TB12. Okay. Add to that all of his bickering between him and Bill Belichick, and it looks like the greatness is over. I'm telling you, late round, if you have to, for wow. Tom Brady. God, you're insane. And not because he's he hasn't done amazing things, but just there's nothing on that team this year. Gronk, you know, is going to only play like six games. Who else do they have? Edelman's out for four, three. Mm-hmm. How many? Yeah, Two or three yeah. or four? Sure. I mean, no, seriously, how many? It's two or three or four. Four. Four games. Okay. But they still have Chris Hogan. They still have uh, Kenny Britt. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, I, I'm not really scared. Chris Hogan, Kenny Britt. Is it, or this is going to be the thing where he makes them look like pro bowlers. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. We'll see. Who's your five? My five guy is Matt Ryan, and he's actually <laughs> falling. He's an MVP. <laughs> Matt Ryan's falling because of the fact that if Julio Jones oh he's talking holds about holding out yeah well he'll be he'll be there she's making progress she's okay <laughs> my number four guy the old man Which Drew Brees Drew Brees yeah. New Orleans continues to extend his amazing career with a newfound attack on the ground from last year he may no longer be a QB one but a very high quarterback two Ooh. and that's something any team would relish. I'd take a Drew Brees right now. Um, I would, I'd be fine. I, too. I think he he's my number four too, but mm-hmm. I'd be very happy. Is he really your number yeah. four? Cool, we matched. <laughs> Who's your number three? Number three, I have Big Ben Roethlisberger. I don't even have Big Ben on my thing. Really? Nope. With that offense, Juju Schuster-Smith or Smith-Schuster? Smith Schuster? Yeah, one of those. And ways. Antonio Brown? Vance McDonald, Le'Veon Bell? Yeah. Week one? Yeah, you hope. Oh God, I think. Uh, how old, how old is Ben Roethlisberger? Younger. He actually, than, he's younger than Drew Brees. I might be willing to take if we ran a side by side forty yard dash between him and Brady, dude. I I might take Tom Brady. Oh, you're insane. My number three guy, Carson Wentz of Philadelphia. Wow, that's pretty high. The new face of the NFL should be back in the starting lineup for fantasy owners this season. You However, week one. Oh yeah. Okay. Much like the second year of Colin Kaepernick, he isn't going to be able to surprise anyone this year. Look for him to run quite a bit less than he did prior to his injury. He's the top of the Tier 2 quarterbacks for me to the season. Number two. Number two. The douchebag. Aaron Rodgers. You already had oh Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> you don't even have Cam Newton on your top ten? No, I told you I had Cam oh, yeah, Newton yeah, okay. eight. All right. Okay. You have Aaron Rodgers at two. Aaron Rodgers. I'm convinced he's not going to be able to stay healthy for the full season. Okay. Uh, The wide receivers. You do not have Tom Brady at number one. Of course I do. (laughs) Christ's sake. This might be another bet. Okay. I'll take Aaron. You take Brady. 
Okay. My number two, Matt Ryan, Atlanta. Oh, my God. There are only two Tier 1 quarterbacks in this draft for fantasy football owners. One of them happens to be the NFL MVP, Matt Ryan. He had a slightly off season last year with the addition of the new offensive coordinator, Steve Sarkeesian, the drunk. That should be cleared up rather this year with his second season as, as the OC. Falcons added Calvin Ridley in the draft to go along with Julio Jones. Who's not going to play. Arguably the best receiver in the NFL. Yeah, that can't catch a touchdown pass. Look for Matt Ryan to be back to his lofty heights. Tell me, Julio? No, seriously, Julio Jones. Has Number he ever one. hit double-digit running uh, t- touchdowns? I don't know. I, uh, no. We're not doing receivers yet. Oh, I'm just all I'm saying is, <laughs> how can you put Matt Ryan this high? Because he's got weapons galore. Galore. Exec- executive producer uh, Wayne, <laughs> tell me if Matt Ryan has, mark the tape. Has has Matt Ryan ever been a top two? Quarterback. In he was fans. MVP. Yeah, that's because you you make those choices. Oh no, he was NFL MVP. Oh, and that <laughs> doesn't do you much for a fantasy football. Has he no, ever been a number two quarterback? I will. I will do some research and we'll have an update next week. Okay. I see. Am him I going to have to apologize on this? You probably will. Will you apologize? Oh, of course. Me? Okay. I see him throwing for close to five thousand yards. Oh my god. Close to, I didn't say over, close to 5,000. That could be anywhere 47 to 5,000. <laughs> and back to his normal 38 touchdowns. Okay. Who's your number one? Tom Brady, the GOAT. Oh, okay. My number one? Gee, let me guess. Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay. Let's face it. You may love to hate this guy, but he is clearly the best quarterback in all football right now. How many Super Bowls has he won? One. Okay. Right what does that there. have to do with fantasy football? Well, you just got to tell me Matt Ryan was the MVP. <laughs> Even coming off the injury of last season, the NFL Network had him as the number 10 player in the NFL last year. I look for Rodgers to go out there and try and prove something this year because he's got that chip on his shoulder. Oh, yeah, that chip. I see him this year as the NFL MVP, and especially – considering he's got the return of his former offensive coordinator, Joe Philbin. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, your number one quarterback in fantasy football. Mark it down. And now, the top ten fantasy running backs. Ten to one. Go ahead. You're number, you're number ten. Devonta Freeman, Atlanta. I like it. That's where I'm at. I have Freeman down at ten mainly because he's way too dependent on a workload share with Tevin Coleman. Yep. I actually think Freeman is getting the bigger workload out of the two of these guys because he makes the big bucks in the backfield. Otherwise, I think the larger share of the load would go to Coleman. The other problem with Coleman is that he tends to wear down as the season moves along. You can't have that from your number one guy in the backfield. Putting him at number 10 and in the third tier of fantasy running backs for me. Okay. Devonta Freeman. My number nine guy. Oh, I, I said I had oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, my number nine guy, Melvin Gordon. That's my number nine guy. I love, I love, I was going to say San Diego's offense. <laughs> they are San Diego. Well, yeah. <laughs> LA's, LA Chargers offense. Um, as long as he stays healthy, mm-hmm. he could easily move into a top five 
running back. I would think so, too. Remember when he came out as a rookie from Wisconsin and all the talking heads were calling him the next big thing in the NFL? Right. Well, here's a little foreshadowing for you. Remember that if you have a fantasy love affair right now with Saquon Barkley. Gordon had an awful rookie year, which in comparison made his second year look spectacular, and it wasn't really that great. Do not be fooled. He still hasn't eclipsed a four-yard per carry average, and you should be able to find something better than that out there. Okay. Number eight for you. The guy you just talked about, the Saquon. Saquon. You haven't been in the top ten. Oh, yeah. I mean. Hasn't played it down. Hasn't even run it down in practice. We're talking practice. He fits in in the offense perfectly. How do you know? Okay. I'm just asking. It's well, I'm just, inquiring minds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because. Um, uh, they drafted him. They drafted him. Number so. two. How can you not think this guy's going to be? I mean, he's they improved the offensive line. Yes. Um, with OBJ in the lineup now, they're going to be able to spread the off or the defense out, and they're going to give him plenty of running room. I'm trying to remember if I still have my stats somewhere from his last year in Penn State. Okay. Big Ten. Big Ten that was down. He got. Okay, just tell me who your number... He got lit up, I think, by Western Michigan. Who's your number eight? My number eight, Leonard Fournette, Jacksonville. His rookie year started very promising with at least 100 yards in the first four games out of eight. Then he hit that rookie wall and fell off. That's not going to happen this year. I like Fournette to be a monster for the Jaguars in this, his second season. That was my number seven. Your number seven is... Leonard Fournette. My number seven... Dalvin Cook, Minnesota. He's not even in my top ten. What? No. But you have Saquon Barkley? Yeah. Barkley is... I'm going to tell you right now, Dalvin Cook would be much higher if he wasn't for the injury uh, to his knee last season. Okay. I have him down here also because you don't know how that injury to his knee is going to heal. Right. And how productive he's going to be after that injury. He may be a bust. And if that analysis isn't good enough for you, Everyone needs a dog abuser from college on their team, right? Jesus, yes. Okay. Dalvin Cook, number seven. Okay, my number six. It's going to be a toss-up, but I w- I'm going with I have a tie. <laughs> well, it's, these next two guys both had great rookies, rookie years. Okay. Um, I'm going with Hunt. Uh, oh, that's my number six. Okay. Uh, I just don't think he's as good a... Or, Good running back as he started off last year. Yeah, he he, he got tired. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have him as the number six also. He was the sleeper of all sleepers last season until Alvin Kamara blew past him. Now, remind, Henry has both of these guys, doesn't he? Doesn't he have Kamara and Kareem Hunt? Yeah, and Todd Gurley. And now you know why he won the... No, ran, no, no, no. He didn't um, have Gurley. He has Gurley now. Oh, he traded for him? Yeah. So he kept three. He's keeping three running But he backs. doesn't have Kamara. Oh, he traded him for Gurley? No. Uh, my brother has Kamara and Elliott now. Uh-huh. Uh, Henry traded Ezekiel Elvin. Elliott for Todd Gurley. Okay. Well, Alvin Kamara blew past him at, later on in the season when Kareem Hunt got tired. Right. Look for him to regress a little bit this season. 
but it shouldn't be enough to prevent you from making him a number one back on your fantasy roster. Who's this, Hunt or Kamara? Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Yeah, he's he's gonna be their workhorse. So that I mean, that's why I have him at six. Okay, your number five. Elvin Kamara. My number five, David Johnson of Arizona. Wow. Now we start with the bottom of my tier two running backs. David Johnson is getting a lot of love out there, and I guess I'm kind of part of that by putting him in number five. But you got to be wary of this guy. He had a very good rookie year, but missed all but one game last season. He's supposed to be back from his broken hand, however. Now he has some sort of injury that caused him to miss practice time in June. Okay. Everyone is saying that it isn't serious, but there's just too much secrecy around the whole thing for my liking. Make sure he is good to go before spending a high draft choice on him, people. Wow. I I love David Johnson. I have him at number four. Yeah? No. Yeah, four. Sorry. My no. number four? Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott Dallas. See, I think these these next four are Kind of toss-ups? Are kind of toss-ups. Even though I think okay. Elvin Kamara is going to be, he's pretty high on your list? Yeah. Okay. Ezekiel Elliott, Dallas. The love affair with this guy is still nuts. I don't get it. The offense line. Sure, there aren't any suspensions worried to be concerned about yet, but always remember, once a guy in trouble, always a guy in trouble. Mark my words, he will be knocking on the principal's door again this season or in his career. And with all that, he should be well-rested after last year's short season. Right. And it looks like the Dallas Cowboys have made improvements to the offensive line. Now we just need to hope that Dak Prescott doesn't regress even more than he did last year so that the defense isn't loading the box against Elliott. I love Elliott. Elliott's easily, for me, could go one yeah, and could fall to three where I have him. You have him at three? Yeah. My number three? Le'Veon Bell, Pittsburgh. You have Elvin Kamara in your top two. Yes. Oh, my God. Le'Veon Bell is, I mean, it's hard for me to like in most situations that deal with fantasy football. You can just never count on him to be, one, happy about his situation, two, be around when training camp starts, three, last a full season without an injury or drug suspension. That isn't a type of player I want to have as one of my top tier two running backs. The problem is that with all those questions, the guy is still a monster on the field. Oh, yeah, easily. And you can't overlook that fact, which is why I have him as my bottom of my top, my tier one running backs. Le'Veon Bell is my number one running back, and the only reason why he's my number one running back is the offense that he plays for. Um, Todd Gurley is my number two. Okay. and He must be your number one. Todd Gurley is my number one. Alvin Kamara, New Orleans, okay. number two. Todd Gurley, the only reason why he went to two for me is because he just signed a big, huge contract. And uh, he's going like, to sit the, back a little bit. That's the kiss of death <laughs> yeah. for a running back right now is a huge contract. All right. As far as Alvin Kamara, this is just me. Okay. He's got to lose the nose ring thing. It's not a good look. Other than that, I love this guy. He's a threat to go for a touchdown every time he touches the ball. Kind of the same way Le'Veon Bell used to be they all before are. he got a big head. Kamara averaged 6.1 yards per carry as a rookie and caught 81 passes. Take into account that the Saints didn't really even use him very much in the first three weeks of the season. And that's why he could play that well. 
because he wasn't used that much. I or look, as, as much. I look for him to eat into Mark Ingram's workload this season, well, especially Ingram. considering Ingram has been suspended for the first four games. Right. I think the Saints are going to see everything this guy can do on his own, which will make Ingram virtually a guy who comes in to spell Kamara for a little rest during the game. Right? Wow. That, Todd Gurley, number one, everyone. Alvin Kamara, two. I don't think there's even a question about Todd Gurley. Okay. And this is coming from a guy who was telling you before his rookie season he was going to be a bust due to his past injuries. Uh, we're all wrong once in a while. Consider yourself some of the few that finally get to see me make a mistake. Okay. I look for Gurley to continue what he did last year. The offensive line remains intact. And we all know that this is the major factor in a running back's performance. I am picking Gurley to be the number one fantasy running back in 2018. Number one. Number one. We should be writing these little rainbow bets down, right? You remember them, don't you? Which one we have? We have... uh, you get uh, Kirk Cousins. Oh, and I get, get Jimmy Crapopolo. Yeah, that's right. And then, uh, so that's it for your top 10 quarterbacks and running backs fantasy football, in our opinions. Right. Next week when we do our, our wide receivers, top t- our top round, our first round mock draft for a keeper league, we'll also do wide top receiver. 10 receivers, top 10 tight ends. Exactly. And that'll be enlightening. But now, you know where we're going. Oh, yeah. To the... Time to the club, everybody. I just love summer. For as long as this podcast is going, it's still light outside. Yes, isn't that great? It's, it's amazing. I got to so, be, be careful driving home now with all this jack in me. But <laughs> Shh, Shh. Don't tell you. The cops are probably outside. That's right. It's time for the Fantasy Girl, everybody. Your weekly dive into all things beautiful women. This week, check her out on the website, mycffl.com on the Fantasy Girl page. We're going to the music world. Our fantasy girl this week, do you know who she is? I have no idea who that is. This is Halsey. Oh. Better known as... hmm? I think I've heard of her. Yes, she did that song with um, uh, the Chainsmokers. Can you sing it for me? I I could, but then we'd have to start a podcast with music and me singing. Okay. And we might get in trouble. Oh, yeah. Halsey, better known as Ashley Nicole Frangapane was born September 29th, 1994, in Edison, New Jersey. She's biracial with a black father and a white mother. The stage name of Halsey is an anagram for her first name, as well as a reference to the Halsey Street Station of the New York subway in Brooklyn. Growing up, Halsey played violin, viola, and cello until she moved on to acoustic guitar when she was 14 years old. It's a sad story about her. I, I, she got her break in the music business the I'd same way. I'd rather go back to the models. <laughs> Stop. I'm, I'm trying to I know, do a I professional know read here. Okay. <laughs> she got her break in the music business the same way many of today's artists do. She posted videos to social media 
such as Tumblr and YouTube, including a parody of Taylor Swift's song, I Knew You Were Trouble. Like many other music artists, Halsey began using recreational drugs at the age of 17, claiming it was part of her bipolar disorder. After years of living in the basement of random stoners, she went to live with her grandmother for a period of time. She began writing music as a means of bringing awareness to her poems, and like many other music artists, met a producer at a party who asked her to collaborate with him. You know, yeah. The result of that <laughs> collaboration was a song about her ex-boyfriend called Ghost. At 17, Halsey was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. They all are. Following a suicide attempt that led to a 17-day stint in a psychiatric hospital. Now, she's a social activist. Don't cry. I'm trying not to. She's a social activist with projects that include suicide prevention and sexual assault advocacy. The 23-year-old pop star has multicolored hair. <laughs> Multi I couldn't pick just one. Let's uh, see. We need a picture, right? And just so everybody out there... I am obviously joking. I'm so, sorry. She's she's kind of hot. She's okay. She's okay. Just okay. Um, hey, you don't have any good pictures of her. Well, you know, there's good ones. It's just I can't find them right now. Halsey, how am I going to do this? Well, we'll start with this for the chest. How about that? There we go. Twenty-three-year-old pop star, multicolored hair, stands five foot four, weighs one hundred nineteen pounds. She has hazel eyes, and her measurements are. I'm going 34B. That's exactly correct. 34B. And we need a waist. There's a good waist. Waist and hips. 5'4", 119. 5'4", 119. 23. 25. Really? Yep. And her hips? 35. 35 is exactly right. 34, 25, 35. Your fantasy girl of the week. Not a model. Not a model. Dan's no. excited. I'm. Uh, yeah, but... Halsey. I'm, in fact, you can hear her right now. She's singing in the club right now. I'm trying to tune her <laughs> Trying out. to drink. Oh, Halsey, everybody. Check her out on the website, mycffl.com. The Fantasy Girl page. That's it for this week. Remember, next week's podcast will be up for you to listen to on Saturday, August 1st. And we will be, oh no, that's on August 1st. It'll be up on the on the website. Well, the 29th is Keeper. It'll be the next weekend. Okay. Whew, not the, not whew, the first Saturday in August. You're going to be a busy boy. Close to. To our the week before our fantasy draft, actually, okay. So um, we'll do our mock draft. We'll have your top ten receivers and tight ends. We'll have another fantasy girl. We'll have some more say what, and maybe we'll do some more tools of the trade for you. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to look at what I have. Yes, besides my magazine that I just bought. <laughs> Here's my tool of trade. Fantasy football Lindy's index. Lindy's fantasy football index. <laughs> That's it for this week, everybody. Remember, you got questions, comments, concerns, email us, cffpodcast at hotmail.com or dan at strap1971 at yahoo.com. And until next week, or until the next podcast, be good. Bye-bye.